And we are live on another edition of All In on High School Sports. Jennifer Valenti, Kurt Valenti, what is going on? Nothing much. Thank you for bearing with us, everybody, through some technical difficulties this evening. But we are here, and we are up and running. Up and running. And uh, what do we got going on? I know our, our guests are waiting, so we're going to bring them right in. Yes, we have on the docket this evening, Lodi, I'm sorry, well, Immaculate Conception of Lodi Girls Wrestling Coach uh, Dale Fava, and he will be joined by his state champion wrestler, Jenna Filiari. I'll make sure I'm pronouncing her name correctly. And then after them, we'll bring in uh, Coach Daniel Farina, and he'll discuss his wrestling season at Becton High School. Absolutely. So I say we bring him in, and yeah. let's get ready to roll. All right, we'll let Coach Fava in. He's a return guest, so once he's in, I will reintroduce him to our audience. And here he is. Hey, Coach, how you doing? Hello, how's it going? Good. Can you guys hear us okay? Yeah, can you hear us? Yes, perfect, perfect. Thank you for bearing with us through the uh, technical difficulties. So uh, we really appreciate you guys waiting. Hi, Jenna, how are you? Good. Let me uh, introduce you guys to the audience. We are we're welcoming back Coach Fava to the program. He is the head girls wrestling coach at Immaculate Conception in Lodi, also the athletic director, doing a little double duty. And tonight he is joined by his state championship wrestler Jenna Filieri. Am I saying your last name correctly, Jenna? Yes. All right. Awesome. Awesome. All right. You're up, Mr. Valencia. All right. First off, uh, Dale, <laughs> thanks again for coming back. You're always welcome, obviously, on the show. And no uh, thank you for having me. And uh, Jenna, uh, congratulations on the unbelievable accomplishment of being a state champion. Thank you. And our uh, first question is, if you could just explain to us how you got into wrestling. What made you get into it? When did you start? And uh, just a little uh, background on yourself. So um, I was a dancer for 11 years. And um, when I came to Mac Conception, uh, actually Mr. Fava, he was like, one day he came to me and he was like, we're going to start a girls wrestling program. And I was like, okay, like didn't think anything of it. And then I like went home and I was telling my family because like, my brother is a big time wrestler. And he was like, you have to do it. Just try it. So I was like, you know what? Why not? I've done dance my whole life. So let me just try something new. So I ended up trying it. And uh, my freshman year, I maybe practiced like once a week if I was lucky because I was so <laughs> like uh, busy with dance. And then uh, the season really didn't go how I wanted it to go. And I ended up just like loving the sport and I wanted to do better. So I committed to wrestling 100% and now that's where I am. Awesome. We got a comment from uh, Coach Bear saying, Dale Fava for mayor of Lodi. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry for my actual call back. He called me today. Sorry about that. Hey, that's what you never know who's watching, Dale. You never know who's watching live. Uh, so, Jenna, let me ask you something. When, how was it though when you first started? Like, you know, I know you said the family. Um, you know, and with, if you have a family background and stuff like that. But how was it when you first start? You're a freshman. You come out now for the first time. How did you get uh, like accustomed to it? And did you like it? Well, um, everyone on the team obviously was new to it, so I really didn't feel like, you know, I was like all by myself because we were all just learning. And um, it was really cool. Like, I just love the feeling of, like, you know, the accomplishments and, like, how it felt when you won and, like, coming off the mat because, like, you did that yourself. And, you know, you really didn't have anybody out there with you. And it was just, like, an amazing feeling, and I loved it. I fell in love with the sport, so I just continued with it. Awesome. couple more comments coming in from my sister, Jody Valenti. Congrats <laughs> to IC and Coach Fava. Jenna, congrats on being a state champion. You are a great athlete and one of my best students. Congrats <laughs> to both of you. Coach you. Bear is throwing you under the bus saying he forgot <laughs> to call me back. <laughs> 
comment from Orion Roy. Congrats to the first female athlete who became state champion in female wrestling. Coach Farina, congrats, Coach Fava, Jenna, and staff. Job well done. We'll have Coach Farina on in a little yep, bit. Yep, absolutely. Thank you. Nice. Thank you. Jenna, I actually I was... got a funny story about her first tournament. I'll <laughs> oh. share it now. Uh, so first tournament was uh, the Bergen County tournament. Jenna was a freshman. So we come out of like the seating meeting, and obviously we're finding out exactly how many girls are in each weight. So Jenna's weight class actually had the most girls, and it was 16 for the first Cap Burton County tournament. So I went up to her, and I, this is the first mistake that I learned in uh, girls wrestling. And I, I said, hey, Jenna, well, uh, you know, today I want to let you know you got the most girls in your weight class, but it's definitely a winnable weight. As soon as I said that, she started bawling, started crying. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, I definitely should have not said that. Um, sure enough, she after she bawled for about a half hour, she went on the mat, and she ended up winning the county tournament. <laughs> so no, it wasn't such a bad yeah. nah, it was a good <laughs> <laughs> and coach bear even though he's dogging on coach father he did say and jenna congrats so coach bear is congratulating jenna i'm sure coach bear doesn't miss us we used to put the pressure on oh uh, yeah we put a lot of pressure on coach bear <laughs> um jenna i was wondering if you could kind of walk us through um the, the whole season, like kind of the regular season, then to regions, and of course, like your ultimate championship run. Could you kind of take us, uh, walk us through that? Yeah. So um, our first tournament, I think, was counties, right, this year? Yeah. Was our first one? Well, no, um, Garfield. Garfield. Oh, yeah, Garfield's Garfield, yeah. Um, and at that tournament, I only had two matches, um, but I ended up winning that one. And then we had a few other little ones here and there. And I kind of just, like, set little goals for myself. I actually wrote models to, you know, put them on my mirror. And I had small goals and big goals, and the small goals were to place at every tournament. And then my big goals were obviously win counties, win regions, and win states. And um, every day I kind of just, you know, I saw them, I visualized it, and I practiced hard. Um, I go to, I do club too, so I have two practices every day. And um, I did pretty well all season. I placed first in all of my tournaments except for one, I ended up taking second. And um, those little goals just kind of helped me get to my big ultimate goal which was eventually states and at regions, regions did not go as planned. Um, but I came back the next week and I worked even harder and I came back at states, which was, you know, I'd rather have that state title because that's really what I wanted. Nice. Very nice. Um, yeah. We got a question from Dr. John Taylor, AD at Irvington. He's asking both of you guys, Jenna and coach, just curious to get your thoughts. Was there talk at the girls tournament in Phillipsburg of the participants or coaches being upset? The girls didn't get to compete at Atlantic city or did that not matter? Um, well, I know a lot of the girls were really upset about it just because like we had it in Atlantic city when I was a freshman and I didn't make it, so I didn't get to go down there. Um, and I was really excited for the following year when I did make it. And then they ended up just putting it at Phillipsburg, which was kind of like upsetting to a lot of us because we worked so hard all season to get to that that arena and not being able to compete there was, you know, a little harsh on us. And I know a lot of the girls were upset, especially like the seniors that won't get the chance to ever do that again, because they got to do it for like at least three years because when they started, they had it in Atlantic City. But yeah, that's really all I know about the talk there. <laughs> Coach yeah, I mean, Bob, there, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a lot of talk there. Uh, I'm definitely an advocate, obviously, for the girls wrestling and everything. Uh, I would say more a lot of the old school guys, you know, cause a little bit of a problem, you know, with the girls wrestling next to the guys. Um, and actually, we even mentioned it to the state when we were down there and, and they were basically telling us that it's $32,000 a day 
um, for Atlantic City. So, you know, I kind of put them on the spot a little bit. And I said, all right, then wrestle the girls during the break. You're still paying 32000 just wrestle them during the break. The guys don't wrestle all day. Right. Um, and kill two birds with one stone. They really didn't have an answer for that one. But, uh, I mean, I think I think they should be in Atlantic City. I mean, nothing against um, Phyllis Burke. Kudos to what they did this year with the lights off. Um, the, the atmosphere was electrifying. I'm not going to lie. The crowd was amazing. Um, but, you know, you're wrestling for that big stage. You're wrestling for the Atlantic City, just that arena arena, arena feel. Um, and, you know, you work hard, and people don't even realize how hard you work as far as um, even just their diets. I mean, Jenna was on a strict diet just for, you know, her conditioning and things like that, that she works so hard going two practices a day that they should really – they should be allowed to wrestle the opposite times of the guys on those same days. Um, you know, wh why not? You know, it can't hurt the sport. The other thing is – it's growing and educating people on the sport. So if you have an all girls family with just daughters and they're wrestling, guess what? That whole family is going to understand the scoring system, which would make it more interesting and more fans for the guys as well. So girls wrestling is not only just helping girls wrestling, but it's also helping the sport of the guys grow as well and becoming educators to, you know, friends and family that are now understanding the sport and how it actually works. Uh, a couple more comments from a Joseph Azzolino. Congratulations to coach father. Coach Fava and Jenna, job well done. Ryan Roy, can't believe that Dale Fava had experimented and implemented the idea of introducing wrestling for female wrestling students at Immaculate Conception and Lodi. Yeah, that's amazing and epic right there. If they go to Atlantic City for the wrestling tournament, it would have been a proud moment. Can't stop believing on Miracle, though. Have a amount of faith that Dale can make this more of a reality. This is girl power right there. Patrick Edward. Um, Patrick Ed Edwards throwing out something to my sister saying that Garfield should honor you. The city of Garfield should honor you. So yes, they should. I agree. Dr. John's also saying, I agree. The girls should be in AC. It's really unfair. The girls shouldn't get the same opportunities. I think there's so much pushback on not having the tournament AC. Jenna will be competing at Boardwalk Hall next year. So, and doc, whatever Dr. John says, he's usually, usually right. Comes on, so usually comes if he's saying it, so. that's it. Coach yeah, Bob, awesome. I'm, gonna go, oh, you, you, I'm up, right? Uh, no, actually, it's uh, yeah, it is. You okay, Coach, Coach Fava, I got yep. one for you. So, real quick, like like you're saying, you coached Jenna now for three years. Um, how has she improved? You know, what's her work ethic like? And when would when did you when would I, when would you say you thought you had something special in Jenna right there? Well, I knew initially when I asked her, just knowing the family background and how uh, crazy their family was, that I <laughs> I could make her into a good wrestler and. Just having those roots there, I knew if I could get her on the mat, that she could possibly be eventually a state champ, to be honest with you. I, I knew right away. And then when she was in the room, obviously, you know, the first year was hard because, you know, she didn't want to give up dance initially, but then she fell in love with the sport. And, you know, wrestling is not a sport that you can, you know, only practice once or twice a week. It's a sport that you need to consistently practice and stay training, do your road work, do, you know, your lifting and then do your wrestling. So it's, it's very hard. Um, she made the changes after her first year when we didn't get the results that she wanted. Um, you know, that conversation was hard. I mean, we were all in tears at the end of the tournament when she didn't make the States the first year. Um, and that really, to be honest with you, that's what gives you the fire to move forward. And after that year, I mean, everything was basically, you know, easy. Everything that we tell her, everything that we go over, she's like a sponge. You don't make up an 11-2 deficit in the regions by not listening. So, I mean, her work ethic is second to none. Um, she's the best athlete I've had this far, you know, that has that much discipline as far as, you know, her diet, her training at night, going to privates at nine o'clock at night and really understanding the sport and asking questions and really just wanting to get better. You know, when she goes on the mat and I've heard from plenty of coaches that she knows how to wrestle. It's not like she knows how to wrestle. She's 
completely a wrestler where there's some girls where they just might be throwers. Um, they might just be, you know, good on neutral. She covers all area, offense, defense, top and bottom. And really, I mean, her work ethic is really what got her to the top, right? She could have packed it in after that loss, but we knew what we had to do to go after that girl in the semifinals and make up that 11-2 deficit. And she ended up dominating her, which is just something that, you know, your athlete has to have a strong mindset. She has to have a good work ethic. She has to have discipline in order to even achieve that. And what she did this the past two weeks is really just un unbelievable and electrifying. And, you know, these are memories that we'll remember for the rest of our lives. I got to say, I saw the video. They, I saw the highlight video. And Jenna obviously was quite, you know, happy. But Coach Fava, you were pretty damn happy too. <laughs> I, I, You know, I saw you in all, I saw you all decked out in the suit. The assistant, I saw you there, but you were fired up for Jenna. So, but I mean, what was, so what was that feeling like though, Jenna, when you, you finally realized you're state champ? What's going through your mind? Well, to be honest, I didn't even realize in the moment that like I actually really won like the state championship. Um, because like leading into the tournament in the beginning of the week, I was so stressed out and so frustrated just because of like, I was like, I wrestled that girl that I was going to see again eventually. And I beat her and then she beat me. So it was kind of just like messing with my head a little bit. Um, but towards the end of the week, like, I don't know what it was, but something just switched. And I was like, we're going to go out there and we're going to win the state title. And I uh, actually, to be honest, this was one of the tournaments I really wasn't even that nervous for, which was weird. The whole day was just weird because I was so focused and like in the moment that like when I finally got to the finals, I was like, all right, well, we're here and we're not just going to fall short. Like we're going to finish it because I know how it feels to get that close and not be able to be at the top because you just fell a little too short. But it was amazing. It was so cool. And especially because um, I got to watch my brother in the state finals a couple of years ago. And um, even though he didn't get the outcome he wanted, he was so happy and for me and like just having everybody there was amazing. That's awesome. Uh, um, so can I just read some more comment, yeah. comment from Ryan Roy family background. No wonder in how this came from a blueprint schematics based on the background <laughs> of Jenna's family into reality. Jenna has taken into dedication of discipline, determination and hard work and all put into place all the daily regiment diet and training. It is all paid off. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, Jenna, I have a question for you as well. So we've uh, featured a lot of female wrestlers on our show, especially over the past two years, right? Um, we've watched it gain popularity in high school, but at the youth level as well. And it is so awesome to see. I've said it before, and I'll continue to say it, that you are a trailblazer for the sport and for female athletes. Um, then there's this part of me that is like has like a little chip that I'm like, well, of course girls can do it. Like, why wouldn't we think girls can't do it? You know, like I go back and forth, like it's so awesome, but like, why would anybody think that they couldn't do it? So my question for you is like, do you have that like little chip on your shoulder? Like, I'm gonna, why wouldn't you think I can't do it? Like, I'm gonna prove you wrong. Do you, do you feel that way? I feel like I would be that way if I was in your position, you know, like don't doubt yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, well actually um, yesterday when I was at practice for my club team, my coach was telling me a story how a couple people were asking him, um, like, who was it that won, you know, the 152 pound state champ? And he like showed them like the video of the picture and they were like, really? Like, I, didn't, I would never think that a girl like that would actually win it. I expected someone to come out like big and like buff and like super strong. And he was like, no, he's like, you know, for me, it's really just like, it doesn't matter how strong you are or like the, the seed that you are, the, you're just a person at the end of the day when you step on the mat. So like my, my freshman year and sophomore year, I didn't have this mindset. It was kind of just like, you know, how good is that person? Like, who do I have to wrestle? Like, I would always ask Coach Follow for the bracket. And he's like, no, like, you're not looking at it because you're just going out there taking it one match at a time. 
Um, but this year, I really, even though I still looked at them, but I tried not to psych myself out about it. I was like, you know, we're just people at the end of the day. But there is some times that it's like people doubt you a lot. And it's like, well, you know, I can do it, too. It's really it's you just got to put in the work. And it, this year really showed that. And what would you say to, um, you know, Coach Fava, you made a great point before, like, this isn't just growing girls wrestling, right? It's growing, like, the fan base, you know, more people getting knowledgeable about the sport. Like, I never thought of that. That's such a great point. So, Jenna, there's probably, like, a ton of young girls watching you wrestle now who maybe leave that gym and say, you know what, I want to be a state champion just like Jenna. What would you say to those young girls? Well, um, I actually practice with a lot of them because I'm surrounded by the young kids at club and stuff and you know we actually did one tournament together with me and a couple of the younger girls and you know their parents would come up to me and be like you know keep doing what you're doing encouraging them because they really look up to you even though they don't admit it to you you can just see it and uh, it's really it's amazing and I I would say to them just keep working hard because I get to see their worth ethic in practice and like it's, it's just so crazy how, like, these young little kids, like, I didn't start wrestling young. I started in high school, and, like, just seeing their development and how much they grow, it's, like, insane. And, you know, I would just say always work. Don't worry about what other people think of you because at the end of the day, you're doing it for yourself, and you're there to make history and, you know, put your name out there for, like, the rest of your life. So, you know, that's really it. <laughs> Very nice. Um I'm going to go back to Jenna. Uh, there was a comment about your family, obviously, uh, following being from Garfield, knowing about your brother. Oh, what was it? A couple years ago, right? Two years ago, was it? Uh, yeah. Two years yeah. ago. So obviously yeah. you come from, you know, uh, a wrestling family. But who who else would you say um, or any of like influence? Like how did your family influence you? How did your brother influence you? How do your coaches now, whether it's club, Coach Fava and the whole IC staff, influence you well um my brother he's wrestled since he was like five so i've always been around him watching him my dad had wrestled too um and my brother made a decision in high school because he played football too and he was like you know i'm just gonna commit to wrestling and uh he did and it ended up turning out great for him he just you know he always encouraged me to try other things he's like you know dance you can dance your whole life like you know just try something else so I was like, you know, why not? So I did, and I never would ever think, like, the little girl that went to watching matches would ever be on that mat, ever. And um, it's really cool to, like, see that and, like, where how far I've come. And my parents are great. My sister's great. You know, she wrestles now, too, um, So because she's a freshman here at IC. And they just, you know, my parents have always told us to just do your best no matter what and just, you know, keep working, do things for you. And they've really been great, like supporting, and my coaches too. They're they're always like, you know, you can be a state champ. I know you're gonna be a state champ, and I'd be like, actually, this year, I'd be like, are you sure? Like, I don't really know. And like, you know, they've always been there to back me up and, you know, push. I actually wrote on um, my other coach um, on his sticky note in his classroom that I will be a state finalist. And then after one of my losses this season, I, I went back in and I changed it, and I was like, I will be a state champ. And I actually wrote it on uh, <laughs> Coach Fava's board back here too. Um, and just like they were like yeah like you will and they really helped me and it was really only a week i had to make changes until the state finals and they really were there and they pushed me and got me to where i needed to be another comment from a marie tabazo she is an amazing i hope i'm saying the name right she is an amazing <laughs> student and a joy to have around coach this question is for you from dr john 
There's sentiment that girls wrestling should be three region, three regions instead of two, north, central, south. Do you believe that's the way to go? And if so, how the, how does that impact the time frame to have the state tournament? Would that have to have an extra day of competition to make it happen? No, I mean, well, the girls' season was kind of, to be honest with you, was, was what, two weeks shorter since the girls' states? So the guys' season is still going on. So it actually, it would probably be around the same timeline, just an extra week longer. It'd still be a week shorter than the guys. The main thing is to try to get a, to line up with the guys, right? The, the more the more people that you have wrestling, the more fans you're going to have. The more people that are involved in the sport are going to be there. So yes, definitely opening it up to three regions and maybe even actually a few districts at this point, or maybe even keeping it two districts and opening up to you know three districts to make it to regions would cut out some of the lower end competition because girls wrestling from year one to now has improved at least 400 times better. I mean, the, the wrestling this year, I mean, you can see the girls have improved so much. The level is just every year, just getting better and better and better. So, um, you know, obviously we want to make sure that we have high level competition and all, you know, basically state place winners down and they see wrestling next, next to the guys, because that was a lot of things. And I, I think the first year they ran it down there, it was like the levels, but they just started wrestling. Now they're in year four of wrestling, so the wrestling is going to be better. So I think definitely opening it up maybe to districts and still keeping in maybe two regions or three regions would definitely be good. But with the number of girls going up at 300, 400 a pop a year, they're going to have to do something. They've already talked about opening up districts um, for next year. And I think that's probably going to happen. Uh, Maria's saying, I am her French teacher. They call me <laughs> Mrs. Hammond. So... Um, <laughs> That's that one. Okay, Jen, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all right. No, no worries. Um, Coach, you, Jenna mentioned that she has a younger sister who is also wrestling. I was wondering if you could tell us about the rest of the girls on the squad. Yeah, so the rest of the girls on the squad, we have also Marley Jackson. Um, she's a freshman, too, as well. So we have two freshmen right now currently. And then we also have um, Carmela Vasquez, who's, gonna, who's a junior this year. She's going to be a senior next year. So currently we have four girls on the team. Um, Actually, out of the four girls this year, three of them got all county. So basically, almost our whole team was all county, which was which was awesome. Um, and just to tell you, it's just all of them work hard. Um, the newer ones, you know, I'm not gonna lie. Obviously, they're probably listening right now. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, just you know, like freshman and sophomore mistakes in practice, saying, "Oh, sorry. Oh, I can't." Uh, those things drive me nuts in practice. I'm like, "Why are you sorry? You know, you're drilling with your partner. You got to land on top of your partner when you're drilling with your partner." Don't say you're sorry to your partner. That's what we're here to do. Um, and then also, you know, the word saying, I can't. I mean, I eliminate that from our room. You know, I can't do this. No, you could do this. Can't is not even really a word. I don't even believe in it. So really just changing their mentalities from freshmen, sophomores, and juniors. And obviously you could see in Jenna this year, she was, I mean, if you guys were at like the matches, you would see her. She was so cool, calm, and collective before the matches that there was no nerves. You know, from crying as a freshman saying, I can't believe this, I can't, to being a junior and being the, the baddest person walking out on that mat, cool, calm, and collective, is just tremendous growth in her career and just in her lifestyle. I mean, it also does a lot with the work field. Um, you know, you're going through, you know, battles and battles and people that are better than you and you've got to become better than them. And you're just grinding every day. And sometimes you're going to get beat, but you got to come back and perform better. And that's what, you know, that's what wrestling teaches you. That's the discipline behind it. And it's just overall, obviously, a great sport. And really, to be honest with you, the girls wrestling, women's wrestling, it's just been bringing the sport to the next level. Uh, there he is, 100 win, Coach Mulligan. Oh, nice, nice. Saying, <laughs> Coach Fava, one of the best around. Um, 
I got one for both. Oh, I'm sorry, you got another one? Okay. um, And then, Coach, you were on with us a few weeks ago, and I just wanted to congratulate you because I believe your girls' basketball team was the conference champion. Is that correct? Yes. Awesome. Congratulations. And they have a state tournament game coming up this week. You want to tell us a little bit about the rest of their season? Yeah, no problem. This Friday, actually, um, they're going to be going in St. Gil Bernard's. Um, It's at St. Gil Bernard's at 5 o'clock, which is actually, I'll tell you a little story, which is crazy. So... In the beginning of the season, I, I mean, I, I know my wrestlers pretty well. So, like, in the beginning of the season, I told Jenna all year, you're five points better than everybody else in the bracket. Anybody in the state of New Jersey at your weight, you're five points better than. In the semifinals, she was up five before she got caught in the end, or she would have won by five. In the state finals, she ended up winning by five. Her seed was the fifth seed. Um, <laughs> our basketball team is the fifth seed. Oh, there you oh, go. That number, nice. <laughs> yeah. And it, what's even crazier is my my male team at Lodi. I had a kid this past weekend uh, who was a region who was uh, seated fifth in the region. Ended up winning the region. He was the fifth seed and getting oh, MOW. Gosh, wow. So right now the number five is very lucky. And there you go. Yeah, good. In good, the good. Uh, basketball team for this week because yeah. I mean that number five is has been awesome. And I'm going to Atlantic City this weekend for the boys, so I'll be playing, you know, roulette number five. Number five. There you go. Number five. <laughs> Comment from Kellyanne. So proud of Jenna, her teammates, and coaches. I see girls wrestling will keep growing because of what Coach Father... Oh, I got another comment. Hold on. Coach Father has started. Go uh, Blue Wolves. Ryan Roy. Yeah, Dale, you really did indeed make a dramatic, greater impact with the junior wrestler. That's a damn proud moment right there. Sorry, can't but help make comments to keep this conversation going. <laughs> so I want to put I want to put you guys real quick on the spot for two things. Uh, Jenna mentioned that her sister's wrestling wrestling at IC. That's correct, right? Yes. So Coach Fava. I mean, has there yet or will there next year? Will they, I mean, I know the weight classes may be different, but will they be going at it at practice? Listen, they go, they go at it. They go at it. They go at it. Don't, don't get it wrong. Um, the, the last week when Jenna was training for States, they were going at it and they were fighting and, and Jenna was getting mad. And actually she did a stand up, and me and the other coach were on the other side and Jenna got a little dirty and, you know, bent her wrist a little bit. And I was like, oh, all right. Because <laughs> they were fighting a little bit. So yeah, they, they definitely go at it. Uh, it's crazy because when girls drill, they drill and they say they're sorry. As soon as they go live, they're way more aggressive than the guys and they want to attack each other. So it's uh, it's definitely different where the guys will drill hard and then sometimes back off in the live situation. When girls, once it's live, no more friends, no more sisters, no more nothing. <laughs> so uh, it's awesome. A uh, comment from an Alan Aquino. Hi, Coach and Jenna. Let's go. We got this next year. This is Carmela, a.k.a. Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's one of our wrestlers. Uh, we call her Squirrel. She's one of our smaller wrestlers, so we call her Squirrel when she runs around the mat and everything. <laughs> and then my last one before we get to some rapids uh, for Jenna. I mean, we got to put you on the spot, right? You're here. So you're back next year. One more year. Goal. I mean, winning again. Is that the goal right out of the gate? That sure is. Yep. <laughs> Training doesn't stop. I uh, do off season tournaments as well. So I'll be keeping that until next year and hopefully not just be five points better than everybody. Hopefully we'll get that number up a little bit. There you go, <laughs> a there a you different go. lucky number next year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Woodridge, head co- uh, Woodridge head football coach, coach Catrona saying, congrats, Jenna. By the way, I'm undefeated lifetime versus Dale in wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No shot, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
All right, we're going to do, uh, Coach, you've done this with us before, but we mixed up the questions a little bit tonight. We have some rapid fire for you guys. All right, you want to start? All right, so I asked, I asked Dale this question last time. I got something else for Dale, so I'm going right. to start with Jenna for this. All right, you're, like we said, you're a Garfield girl. Tons of pizzerias in Garfield. Roses, <laughs> Santoni's, Barcelona's, Labella's, yada, yada, yada. Who is the best pizza? <laughs> Where is the best pizza in Garfield? Well, I usually only order from either Santoni's or Pizza Mania because it's like right down the street from my house. But I'm going to go with Santoni's. Okay. And Coach Favre, <laughs> since I asked you this already, I hope you got to, gone the Roses pizza. But if you haven't, I'm just going to say this, and I swear to God, God could strike me dead. We were talking about, hey, we want to play Heights again, right? I woke up in the middle of the night. I said to Jen, you had to bring look up at again. this dream. Listen to this dream I had. I swear to God, I had a dream. I was you know, I coached at St. Mary's and we ran our quote unquote Gale sweep. And I, rem I, I, my dream was coming back to Elmwood Park and running the, this Gale sweep with the Elmwood Park junior football team. I swear to God, it's bound to happen. We're going to do this, Dale. We're going to do this. Absolutely. We're going to do this. Oh my God. Someone help me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I would suit up again right now. Let's go. Baby. Have to ask because... Get the Heights boys ready. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> right. I have a little would, or would you rather for you guys. So we'll do uh, Jenna first and then coach. Would you rather only be able to charge your phone once a week or not have the use of the camera? Which would you give up, the camera or the charging? The charging because I love pictures too much. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, coach? I would say the camera because I get way too many calls during the day, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Kellyanne's right on it. I like her already. Best Sicilian pizza, roses. There you yeah, go. Yeah, no, absolutely. There you go. Coach right, Katrina got me onto that roses. There you go. Now, my next one for you guys. I'll start with Coach Fava. If you could pick one song, obviously you guys are both uh, great wrestlers. If you could pick like an entrance song just for you, like almost like WWE style, but when you come out, you pick your entrance song. What would you pick? Uh, I'll go with Till I Collapse. That was my high school song that I uh, came out to in the All-Star match. I would definitely be Eminem, Till I Collapse. I mean, just gets me to a different level, gets me in the zone, and just gets me hyped up. Nice. Jenna? Um, well, I don't really listen to, like, pumped-up music. Um, but one song that I really do like is um, I'm on Top of the World. So <laughs> probably something like that. You got to listen to some of the music that we listen in wrestling practice. It's very interesting. Very interesting. That is funny. All right, guys, my next one, multiple choice. Nike, Under Armour, or Adidas? Coach, what do you pick? <laughs> it's hard. I'm, I actually, my, so weird because I, I never got Nike, but Nike is my favorite brand, but I go with all Under Armour. All right, how about you, Jenna? I like Nike more, but I like Under Armour too. I guess it depends on like the style of the clothes. <laughs> okay, my last one. It could be any sport. Who is your favorite all-time athlete, Dale? My favorite all-time athlete? Whew. To be honest, probably one of, uh, you know, I looked up to the whole time would be Muhammad Ali, to be honest with you. My whole uh, high school wrestling career, you know, it's just, just all his quotes and everything that he said and the words that came out of his mouth just always motivated me. Okay, Jenna? Um, <laughs> I'm not really sure about that one. Um, Come on, Jenna, you gotta have somebody. I don't know. <laughs> She'd probably say her brother. I, yeah, say. I was gonna say, pick your brother, you can pick your brother. 
Yep, there's there my go. brother. Oh, there you go. Nice. And Mikey's definitely watching, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, and our last one, guys. You have the opportunity to thank whoever has helped or supported you. Coach, you could do for, you know, as a coach this season or even as an athlete. Um, who would you like to give a shout-out to for their support for you? All right, so I have to give out my support because they were at uh, the States and they were jumping. Actually, Jenna, Jenna's mom <laughs> showed me my two little nephews, Jason Justin, who are Aww. watching right now. They're probably talking on the TV, so I just want to give a shout-out to Jason Aww. Justin for jumping up and down and um, – you know, basically everybody that, you know, has been there all year supporting us. Um, you know, th there's there's a lot of people on there. Um, one coach, Coach J-Rod, unfortunately, he couldn't be here today. Um, he did a phenomenal job with the girls. There's sometimes where I had to be doing, unfortunately, the paperwork side of it, where I'd be in my office and he'd be running the girls practice and he would, you know, make it fun, make it interesting and just, uh, you know, just bring them to a different level. I mean, he used to do trivia during sprints. <laughs> Um, like math with the girls he would do like the math questions and stuff like that with the guys he doesn't do any math <laughs> but uh, yeah he always makes it fun and um, you know I just want to give him a shout out he would love to be here tonight but he had uh, something he had to do I mean he's a big part of the program and a big reason of all the girls success on the team and without him you know none of us would be where we are nice very nice how about you Jenna who would you like to give a little shout out to I would say, honestly, my whole support system. Everyone in my life has been great supporting me with everything and all my choices, um, from all my coaches, to my family, friends, especially the girls that I met within these three years with wrestling. Um, I was, you know, in my first year, I didn't really talk to many people, but like my sophomore and junior year, you know, we see each other at tournaments and it's like, oh my God, like, hey, you know, good luck. And kind of just like, they keep your like nerves down because you're all in the same boat. Um, but definitely everybody that I have in my corner, they've just been great all season. Very we have nice. a pretty, we have a pretty deep corner to be honest with you. <laughs> so to go over all those names, um, sure. would be uh, crazy. I mean, our coach ratio to athletes is probably more coaches than athletes than I usually have in my room for both male and female sports. Uh, coach father, just a side note, just so you know, uh, Coach Mulligan right now probably leads with uh, appearances on all and on high school sports. <laughs> and, I know, Mulligan, Mulligan's a man. He's always showing up everywhere. Mulligan's always a man, but I'm going to say this too, and I don't know if you can top this one. He came on the first time we had Coach Mulligan. He did a live interview with us at a wedding. And I'm not joking. He was at a wedding. He went into like some hallway, boom, all decked he out. He made it happen. He oh made it happen. God. So you got to catch up to Coach Mulligan with appearances. <laughs> it's probably like four to two right now, right? About four to two. So we'll be hopefully, you know, get some spring sports covering. But uh, but seriously, we want to cover you guys next year, Jenna. Again, wrestling. Maybe do a little. What we're starting to do, Dale, with football is we're starting to do like some high school game day like college game day so maybe we could do something wrestling wise and yeah. stuff like that it would be absolutely awesome. we'll definitely be in for that <laughs> absolutely one more comment a marion siegel saying dale tell them about your humble practice space <laughs> all right sister alex if it wasn't for sister alex we wouldn't have a wrestling room so we actually practice below the convent right underneath the church so we have God with us the whole time. And uh, basically without Sister Alex, I mean, we have our own wrestling room. It's a full-size wrestling room. I'm not going to lie. It's almost like a, the size of a D1 wrestling room where we have more mat than we have athletes right now. Um, and, it, and it's just, I mean, she got the area for us. Without her, um, we wouldn't have really a place to wrestle. We'd be rolling the mats out every day in the cafeteria. So she definitely helped us. Um, it's great that we're right underneath the church. I mean, God's always looking over us anyway. 
but um, just, you know, that area and with the sister support for the Felician sisters and everything helping, you know, I see and embracing the sport is just awesome. I mean, they were watching it. She, they were watching her at States this past weekend live. Um, so, I mean, just their support system as well. And they're backing, um, you know, it could have definitely went the other way where, you know, a lot of these schools don't want girls wrestling, um, you know, when I first started it, people looked at me three years ago like I was crazy. Now we have a state champ. Yep. Now it's not so crazy. So uh, in just three years, I mean, you know, you can't ask for more. And just, you know, those people like Sister Alex and all the Sisters of Felician are a big part of the program and a big reason why that we're having success here um, in this all-girls school because there's no other really all-girls school in the state of New Jersey that has a wrestling team right now. That's great. Nice job, Coach. And uh, Jenna, thank you both for being on Congratulations tonight. Congratulations again. We really again. appreciate it. Not thank just you. coming on, but, uh, you know, bearing with us through our technical difficulties as well. So uh, like Kurt said, we'd love to keep up with you and hopefully we see you again soon. Thank Absolutely. you. Thank, thank you. So you. Have a good night. Thank you guys for having us. Stay in shape, Dale. Stay in shape, yeah. baby. Let's go. Ready for those pads. <laughs> Let's go. Thank you guys. Good night. Bye. All right. Coach Fava and Jenna, Steve mm -hmm. Chan, that's awesome. Um, you know, to have, like you said, three years in a program and, you know, there's, and now it's like a face of a program and oh, yeah. what's awesome is she comes back, gets to do it again next yeah, year. Yeah. So, 100%, uh, you know, great 100%. interview with those two guys, but Jenna and Dale. Yep. Of course. Of course. So, um, we have coach Farina ready to go. So I'm going to bring, Let's in bring him as in as well. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hey coach. I see his audio. Hey coach. How you doing? How's it going? How's everything tonight? What's up, Coach? Good. How about you? Sorry for making you a little late tonight. Ah. Little technical difficulties. <laughs> it's all right. Actually... I, I blame Jen, but yeah. uh, you know. Yeah. All right. I'm busted. The uh, I actually I didn't you know I actually was texting Coach Fava because he was on first that we were having to cancel when Kurt shouts down. I think I got it to work. So uh, yeah, we were. We're Show on the must verge go on. There, so. I was running around putting the kids to bed before uh, I got the text. So we were fine. I didn't have a little window. All right. Well, thank you again. So let me uh, welcome you back to the show, Coach, and reintroduce you to our audience. We are joined by Coach Daniel Farina from Becton High School uh, Wrestling. He has been a guest on the program before with Becton Wrestling and also a member of our friends at Becton High School football yes. staff as well. So, Coach, welcome back, and thanks again for joining us. And talking about friends, Coach Breslin saying, I am not sure about that, Kurt. Jen and Sis probably fixed it. <laughs> and then Dr. John saying, Kurt, when you have interns, all technical difficulties are there for <laughs> I like that motto. I like it. So, Coach, thank you so much again for coming on. Hey, Coach is coming on. Coach has been this on the. True. We got to get a true. panel. Third How time. Many, third, I know your third time. You got three. Top, yeah. Coach Mulligan's still in the lead. I want to say he's four or five, but uh, yeah. we got we got to pick it up. Uh, but Coach, again, the multiple, Jen, the multiple sport coaches have yeah, an advantage. They do. They have an advantage. Yeah. And of course, Doctor John. Uh, so, co uh, Coach, like Jen said, eight and uh had a nice uh, 11 and eight season. Can you just give uh -huh. us a quick review of the season? All right. So actually this is the first year that we had a co-op with uh, Woodridge high school. Um, we were low on numbers. Woodridge was low on numbers. And I had talked to my AD about the possibility of getting co-op going, uh, reached out to Woodridge. They made it happen. Uh, and then going into this year, uh, we started to realize also that the Maywood influx has greatly helped our numbers as well. And going into this season, we ended up having uh, about 37 kids initially sign up. By the end of the season, we had 28. That's up from only 13 last year wow. uh, because of COVID. And uh, because of our numbers and because of the influx of the Woodridge kids we did get, 
we were able to fill weight classes that we previously never filled before. And uh, instead of being one in 10 or one in 20, whatever record it was at the time and going, well, if we didn't forfeit five or six weight classes, we might've had a shot to be 500. This year we were 500 at one point and I was able to go, well, if we were able to pull this match off or this match off, we'd be nine and four right now. And the fact that I was able to actually say that really just put into perspective just how much growth has taken place over the last year. Um, and, uh, you know, going into this, we were, we were nervous at first, like, you know, like, okay, mergers taking place, Woodridge and Becton historically, you know, on the football field, that's, that's Becton's one of top, one of our top rivals. Um, but when it all started to come together by around J January, we realized that now we got something good going on here. Um, we got four great assistant coaches in the room. Uh, the kids started to buy in. And uh, by the end of the season, there's one picture that I posted on Facebook that kind of captures exactly what we were after. And you see the genuine joy that these kids are having around each other. And you're starting to see this family mentality that's starting to develop among the wrestlers. Again, hello. Uh, congrats on a great season, Coach Farina. Hope all is well, Kurt and Jen from... Coach Longo. Thanks, Coach Longo. Same to you. And you know how you know the weather's getting better? Because Coach Longo does his Saturday morning <laughs> yeah. on, on the, deck. the deck with the, what is it, with Chester. the duck, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's when you know good. A couple more comments in from Coach Marr. Coach said a quick synopsis. LOL. Great job by you, your staff, and kids. Head football coach, Coach Marr. Coach McGuire. You're going to need to extend the show another 30 minutes for Coach Farina. Congrats on a great season. Great coach, but even a better guy. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Well, Coach, my question was going to kind of be about what you attributed this turnaround to, right? You had said you'd gone 2-27 and 27 over the first two seasons, you know, yeah. a landmark season this year with the 11-8, and eight, and you did mention that your numbers doubled. What was that like bringing those two towns together? I actually feel like I saw that in a few a few sports this year where there was that that merge was it was it difficult for the kids the how'd you develop the coaching staff can you tell us about that a little bit well the first few practices it was kind of like getting to know each other like i've been working with my one uh, assistant fiona watson the last two years and we got a, a new volunteer assistant that came on who graduated from beckton who i actually coached when he was about seven years old phil ruiz you know so i knew them but the question was, all right, we had these two new Woodridge coaches that were coming on, Coach uh, Tim Jans and Coach Ken Harrison. And, you know, how are we going to figure out who can do what? And, you know, we had meetings, we discussed what we were after. But really, until you get into that room and you can figure out, okay, what can this person do? What can that person do? Um, how can I get the most out of this assistant? How can I get the most out of that assistant? We really didn't fully have that down until probably later in the season, you know, and then when these uh, new kids were coming in, um, yeah, some of them had never really s talked with each other and didn't really know each other. And yeah, as I said, there was that little rivalry component, but uh, what really kind of was the turning point that I noticed was when, when I saw some of our Becton wrestlers kids that had gone to Beckton played football for me when they were uh, rolling up into practice wearing Woodridge uh, apparel instead of Beckton apparel. And I was like, what the heck is this? And he said, Oh, what? we're all the same team now. And when I saw that, I kind of knew, all right, things are going in the right direction. Yeah. And, right. uh, now, you coach, know, um, I'm going to ask a crazy question about that. Like, yeah. When it, when it does work with a co-op, cause I'm going to be honest, I don't really know. I mean, I understand what it is, but how it really works. Like, how does that work for a coaching staff? Like where is it has to be 
two and two? Could it be four and oh? It, you know, like is it, it really whatever you it, guys want? It depends on. I think it depends on the school district and what the school district is willing to put out. As I said, one of my one of my coaches was a volunteer, so they're working they're working without it without a paycheck. Um, but you know, depending on how much uh, t- a town wants to fund for number of coaches, it depends on the town. It depends on the district. I coached in uh, Palisades Park, Leonia, for eleven years, and the arrangement was originally all right. The head coach is from Leonia, no Pal Park. And then the assistants are from Leonia and there's two assistants from uh, Powell Park. And then it switched where the head coach was at Leonia and then it switched back to Powell Park. Uh, so, you know, it all depends on uh, the school district and uh, how they decide to do it. And then okay, will you so. know, like year to year, will it stay as a co-op or is it going to depend on your numbers each year? I think it usually dep- it's going to depend on a few factors. Numbers obviously being one thing, um, you know, the, uh, you know, the arrangement that's made. I know that we have an arrangement for a few years. And then after the end of that arrangement, the agreement is set up. They'll say, okay, you know, we'll continue it or no, we won't continue it. So, you know, that's why you'll see sometimes one town will co-op with this team. And then a few years later, they'll be co-op with another team. Um, I think there was one time where uh, Weehawken and Bogota for wrestling had a co-op. And now Weehawken is on its own. And Bogota's with Richfield Park, and that was that. That was a span of probably five or six years where you saw that development taking place. Now, Doctor John Taylor, AD Irvington, saying co-ops are guaranteed for two years. Then schools have to reapply for another co-op. Yeah. Uh, he's also saying no rules from the NJSAA for coaches. Per it's up to the districts involved. But Coach uh, Doctor John's got a question for you, saying, Coach, did you? Did your co-op push your team to a higher group? I know the yes, Bogota, I know the Bogota Reachfield Park forced them up to Group Four. Did that create un, any unexpected challenges? Uh, yeah, actually, it did. Um, we were because of our record. Um, we were in a position where if we would have just stayed as Beckton, we would have been in North One Section Two. We probably would have had a much better chance of qualifying for the for the state playoffs, the state tournament. But because of the fact that we had the influx with Woodridge, we ended up going to North 2, Group 2. And, uh, you know, we did have a winning record. And, you know, at the cutoff, we were 5-5. Five and five. We probably could have had more matches, because, but because of COVID and this and that, we ended up uh, losing out on an opportunity to get needed PowerPoints. But if we had stayed at North 1, Group 2, we probably would have had a shot to make the, make the state tournament. So, yeah, to answer your question, yeah. This is the funniest comment. Of the night from Coach Longo. I can't wait to see the viewership (laughs) ratings breakdown tomorrow. Farina is going head to head with the State of the Union right now. I can tell you this. You're probably giving a better interview right now than what's going on in that State of the Union, Coach Farina. So I'll be watching you. I'm going to hold my political views to myself. You're up there. Uh, oh, I'm up. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Coach, can you talk about that got me going fired up. Coach, can you talk can you talk about some of your wrestlers individually? All right. So uh this year we had uh five seniors. We had uh Richard Wolf, who was a heavyweight from actually Woodridge, uh came out for the team this year. Going in, he had about maybe four career wins. He finished his season with uh twelve wins, ten losses, first winning season uh of his career. He was proud of that. Um at Tommy Lee Manaya, who uh, ended up winning about 24 matches for me, was a region qualifier. Uh, George Casper was our vocal leader. He was a senior, took fourth in the districts, went 13 and three. Uh, then I, this kid, Gali Cha, who was a senior who uh, basically over his first two years of wrestling for me had struggled a lot, ended up winning more than triple the number of matches he had the previous two years. 
And uh, then I had a, another senior named Rafael Luciano who, you know, filled in as a JV kid, but when needed was uh, able to step up and win big matches for us on the varsity level. Um, in terms of underclassmen, we had a uh, kid, Jordan Stallone, who's a sophomore, whose father was actually an alum of Becton. He's the head coach of Hackensack High School. He's a Maywood kid, so he came in with the Maywood influx. Um, he's got probably the most upside of any kid I got on the team right now. I'm expecting big things from him. And I got another kid uh, named Lewis Solomon, who I think uh, is a sleeping giant if he puts in the work in the offseason. Uh, he's 120. He's 126 pounder, 132 pounder. Kid is going to be absolutely dynamite if he puts in the work. Um, and then we have um, a number of kids uh, who are JV kids who um, just bought in and never wrestled before. And you know, I used my uh, perks as a an assistant football coach to tell the linemen, uh, "All right, listen, if you want to get good at football, you got to wrestle." And uh, brought the brought the sign up sheet to. Uh, a practice one day and got about 15 kids signed in that sign-up sheet and a bunch of them ended up coming out for the team and falling in love with the sport and uh you know one of them's going to end up becoming my heavyweight probably next year he's a six foot four 215 pound kid um you know so I'm, i got big big plans for him as well along with a number of others awesome very nice very nice uh, Coach, last year you joined us with your female state championship wrestler, Isabella Frezzo. Um, yeah. And how she, have you been in touch with her? How is she doing at the collegiate level? She's doing very well. I just saw a recent coach's poll that she's ranked eighth in her weight class in the nation uh, for awesome. a subdivision. She qualified for uh, the national. She's wrestling for Jersey City State, which I think, if I'm not mistaken, is their second year of having a women's wrestling and uh, you know she's she she just went right in like a duck in the water and has been uh, stepping up big and you know is one of the team leaders in in uh, in wins and you know I don't I didn't expect anything less from her at that level you know I, I almost wish that there was a division one women's wrestling because I mean as far as I'm concerned she's she's as much a division one athlete as anybody I've ever been around as a, as a coach. And did you have any girls in your program this year or any any coming yeah. up through the ranks? Yes, I do. Um, I had uh, two freshmen, actually. Um, one girl is uh, Grace Riley. She ended up finishing 6-6 six and six as a freshman. She won a match at uh, States. I got another girl named Julia Estrada, who, um, you know, she, she she's, you know, working hard. Um, but the thing that's funny about Julie is my recruiting for her actually came from a school project. I'm a, I'm a world history teacher, and we were doing uh, – you know, something with the Middle Ages. So we're doing like coat of arms like the medieval knights would have. And like I have them say, okay, you know, put different things on. Like, you know, who your family is, who's this? And I'm like, what are you into? And I looked at her shield and she had a jujitsu gi on it. And I'm like, what the heck is this? And then she writes about how jujitsu is a big part of her life. And next thing you know, I'm like, you're wrestling. That's it. And, uh, <laughs> you're not saying she, no, you're wrestling. She, she's And, and she, uh, she was like all in on it. And, you know, she stuck with it and, you know, finished the season. And she's looking forward to continue doing it. So we got two that are there now. And there's talk of another one or two possibly who are in the eighth grade who might be coming up too. Awesome. So uh, looking forward to possibly building that end of things up too. And leading in, so we, like we said, we just had Jenna, uh, state champ from IC, along with Coach Fava. And the question we yeah. asked them, actually Dr. John asked, it was one of the questions I was going to ask you. What's your thoughts about, um, should the girls, in your opinion, have the tournament in AC with the boys or on that stage? Absolutely. Um, the idea that you're going to have the, the biggest... I mean, New Jersey's a unique state. We we have 14 
male state champions that get an opportunity to compete for a title in Atlantic City. Bless you. Thank you. And, you know, you got this big stage, thousands of people watching it, and then you relegate the girls' tournament to a high school gym. No offense to Phillipsburg. I mean, it is the mecca of high school wrestling in this area. But with all due respect, it's a high school gym. You know, um, I I can't for the life of me see why any argument could be rational as to why that was a good idea. You know, um, give the girls the opportunity to go on the big stage. They've worked for it just like anybody yeah. else, and they deserve that opportunity. I mean, you know, I can't see any rational argument other than uh, profit being discussed, but even that, I mean, figure it out. Yeah, Because totally these agree. girls deserve the big stage like anything else, especially when you look at things like – I don't, and I'm sure Title IX doesn't have anything to do with it. It may, it may not. I don't think it is. I'm speaking out of ignorance. But the, you know, the idea when you look at something like Title IX, you see, okay, you want to give, you know, equal opportunities to male, female sports, you know, and then you put them say, on the okay, same stage, right? Put them on that we're stage. Gonna, we're going to put the high school state finals for the girls in a high school gym. Well, what kind of message are you sending? Yep. You know, and, and, and yeah, I, I did, I do, I did take issue with that uh, on a personal level. So. And coach, what is your uh, future outlook for your program uh, next year and even beyond? Uh, we have, I mean, you, you know, if you would have told me um, that I was going to have, you know, 10 freshmen that were going to sign up and our numbers were going to double, um, even with the co-op, I was thinking maybe if we got 20, I'd have been happy. Um, I would have, I would have uh, probably been like, <laughs> yeah, that's cute. But, um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm open to anything. I mean, you know, the fact that we had the numbers we did, you know, there's a buzz going around now that, you know, we're putting together a nice program. The hope is that, you know, we'll get a lot of kids coming back. Um, we have uh, probably about six kids coming back next year who are viable wrestlers who could do some good things next year. Um, and, and our numbers are in a really good spot right now. So as far as I'm concerned next year, I expect us to compete for another winning season. And I expect to have a few, Kids making it beyond districts, and you know, hopefully, I'll be uh, playing uh, my uh, my my red black roulette in uh, Atlantic City. There you go. You know, not gambling too much because I don't I don't want to have to deal with the call home to my wife. Like, oh, by the way, I broke. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, but uh, I hope that we're. Uh, I think we're going to be finishing next season in Boardwalk Hall. Um, and uh, you know, after that, you know, we got a lot of young talent that they were really enthusiastic, and I think if they buy in and we get a good off season. I think we're going to have a very good uh, run for the next few years. Nice. Right. Coach That's Mar awesome. saying, great job, Coach. Nice. We're going to do a little Would You Rather with Coach, right? Because right. so we did uh, Rapids with him. You've done Rapids. So we switched it up yeah. for you a little bit. We had a little switch yeah. it up. <laughs> All right. So this is. I'm going to ask you a couple questions as a wrestling coach and as a football coach. So this one right. I'm going to ask you as a wrestling coach. Would you rather win a big match in your home gym or in your rival's gym as like the villain in there? Where would you rather win the big match? Ooh. Uh, home gym. Definitely the home gym. Okay. Uh, you know, the, nothing better than, you know, winning a big match under the spotlight of Beckham. Real quick, Dr. John, coach, I like you. This is Dr. John, AD of Irvington. Coach, I like you. As a guy with two little girls, that speech should be said at the next wrestling committee meeting. Your passion for having the girls in AC is shared by many of your fellow coaches. Very nice. All right, Coach, ready? If you could have a superpower, what would it be? Uh, <laughs> never thought about that one. Um, 
if it, you can ask uh, Coach Mar, my uh, ability to take down a, a sandwich at uh, the Blarney uh, <laughs> is pretty superhuman as it is. So uh, I already have one. Um, but if I had to pick another one, uh, it'd be superhuman strength, I guess. Right. Nice. Okay. Now, on the football side of it, and if Coach right. Mar, he could answer this too. I mentioned last week, just say Jersey or say Becton had like yeah. somebody through millions of dollars and said, hey, I'm going to build New Jersey. I'm going to build like a stadium with a dome for Becton. Would you rather play your football season in a dome where it's always warm or would you rather play how it is now? Little rain, some cold playoff game, maybe in the snow. What would you do? Not only would I want it played outside, I would want whoever's building that stadium to go back to the old mud that we used to play on on the old Riggins field and play where the mud is going up to your ankles for old time's sake. There you go. Nice. Keep, keeping it old school. Nice. Very yeah. nice. That's two for two. Who did we ask last week? Coach, Coach Mulligan. Mulligan. Yeah. We asked yeah. him the same thing and he said... Well, he said, well, he he said, said as a player... Oh, no. He wants yeah. inside. He, he, as a coach, he said. As a yeah, coach, he coach, wants yeah, it inside. He said as a player, it would have been outside for Uh-oh, sure. Uh-oh. Coach yeah. Longo saying, don't ask Jack this question, Kirk. <laughs> Uh-oh. I don't know. He wants he wants a climate-controlled dome <laughs> where, it, where, it's, uh, where it's being aired out left and right. There you oh, go. Too funny. Too funny. All right, Coach. Would you rather eat your favorite meal for the rest of your life every day or never be able to eat it again? A. A. Definitely A. a. Yeah. I, I like food too much. <laughs> yeah. And my last one, my last one. If any of the coaches are still watching, let I want I want their answers too. But your answer is the one that's going on the spot tonight. For football again, you could play a state championship game in okay. either MetLife Stadium or at Riggins Field. Oof! Uh, played a. I did play a. I was part of a. I was in a state championship game at MetLife. Pretty cool experience. Um, would love to go back, but you know, watching uh, Comcast Network Channel Three as a as a nine year old kid watching Beckton beat Compton to win the state title in '93, uh, and watching the fans run the field, I, I want that experience one day. I'm going to be honest, Coach. When I was an assistant at Ramapo, we played um, the one year at MetLife, and it is, it is an awesome experience, but. When you look at it, it's, you know, how many people are still filling up? I mean, don't get me wrong. It's loud experience. But my first year there in 2001, we played that game at Ramapo. And I was telling Jen, it was like, I swear to God. Against Wayne Hills. At, right. Against Wayne Hills at Ramapo. And it looked like, I mean, say there is, I don't know, 4,000. I mean, it, it was like 40,000. Like the stadium was so packed. You're walking down and there's just people all over. There was like nothing like having that state championship. And all. and the and the other thing about MetLife too is it's like you know they 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 get you in you get off the bus and it's like you're on a conveyor belt it's like go here go here go here yeah. okay on the yep. field off the field this that the other thing okay make sure you have your stuff and and it just didn't really feel like a football game it felt like I was more in a factory yeah the pretty cool thing was though we were in the press box it was like that's pretty cool like we're going in like the legit press box coach yeah, Lyons, our our uh, our uh, our uh, our headphones went out so we were it was uh, we went back to the seventies pretty quickly. <laughs> Coach Longo saying, easy one, Riggins. Nothing better than that home crowd when we are rolling. Yeah. yeah. All right, Coach, and I last one for you is, would you rather read an awesome book or watch a good movie? Uh, I'd say probably read an awesome book. Um, I love to read, you know, um, when I get the time to. But uh, 
movies, you know, I'm at the point in my life where I have three children. So anytime I sit down on a couch to enjoy a good movie, it turns into a really good nappy. And, you know, uh, <laughs> so, but a book I can, you know, pick up, put down and, you know, I can get into, especially if it's a good biography about something historical. Very nice. Coach, Come thanks on. so much for joining us tonight. We really appreciate it. Again, thank you, especially with our little uh, our little hiccup and waiting yes, and, and joining us a little that. late. We know, uh, as you said, you have a family, uh, you know, so we really appreciate you taking the time. So thank you. No problem. Thanks, thanks again. I appreciate it. And congrats thank on you, a coach, great season Thank you, Coach, and congrats again. on a great season. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Okay. See you soon. Take care. Coach Farina from Beckton High School yeah. with a great 11 and 8 record this year. And again, doing an awesome job building that program. Uh, it's also actually like talking about the co op thing. It was great how, like, Dr. John, like, I didn't know that that's the rule. Yeah. With the two yeah. years and then yeah. you reapply yeah. again. Yeah, I was, I was wondering as well, like, how that worked if you had to reevaluate after every year. But, you know, yeah, so that, that, and then with Coach Farina chiming in about, um, you know, how one school. It ended, and then they partnered with somebody else. Yeah, so very, very interesting. Coach Breslin saying, great job, congrats. And uh, real quick, though, like, it, it is like, but just how weird must that be, you know? Like, it's from, like, whether you're coaching against those kids or the kids know each other, and now right, it's like, right. yeah, we're they're your kids, your yeah. teammates, you know? And like he's saying, I'm where back then kids were in a Woodridge shirt. Woodridge, you know, it's just... But that was a cool... Yeah, um, it is. A cool thing for him to see and say, like, I knew things were, like, gelling when something yeah. like that happened. So, um, you know, it's all good for the kids, for the sports. So and then the crazy great. thing is just say they're freshmen. Two years from now, I mean, they could be they opponents, against each other. you exactly. know, where, yeah. you know, you don't think about it. You see that with football. I mean, football, I don't know how much, like, teams are really going to co-op and then go back, you know, like. I mean, I know, I don't know who it was. I want to say it was Park Ridge. Was it Park Ridge? Emerson? Somebody I know this year, I think they were saying they were, they look to do it and I think mm -hmm. it got voted down so I'm pretty sure it was somebody with I don't know was it Park Ridge or what? I don't know I think it was Park Ridge but um oh two, I mean three great interviews tonight Coach Fava Jenna and of course Coach Farina yeah thank and, you all uh, for coming on again thanks yeah. everyone for the comments and thanks everyone for you know Tuning leading in. us into our little yeah. uh, 15 minutes <laughs> but uh we'll see you guys next Tuesday night thank you good night